Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. In this edition of Ghostrap, we are focusing on local companies that have reported really good results. Every single story today is positive, believe it or not. And I'll kick off with Supergroup, a company living up to its name rather magnificently. It's not every day that a company grows its operating profit in each of its segments, yet this has been the case in the year ended June. The group reported revenue growth of 30.6% and headline earnings per share, or HEPs, up by 23.3%. So although there was some margin pressure at group level, which is not unusual for a diversified group with different business units at different margins, the overall story is clearly very strong. In case you don't know much about Supergroup, 54% of revenue and 56% of operating profits sits outside of South Africa. The group is growing organically and inorganically, with a great example being the acquisition of Amco in the UK, for which Supergroup raised debt in this period. The balance sheet is strong despite the debt raise, and Supergroup really has done well here. Another winner in the logistics space, albeit with a completely different business model, is Grindrod. Revenue for the year increased by 32% and headline earnings was up 26%. So these are remarkably similar numbers to Supergroup, even though they actually have almost no overlap in what they do. But unlike Supergroup, Grindrod still has legacy exposure to deal with. The property portfolio in Natal remains a headache, and so does the private equity portfolio, with fair value losses in this period. Still, the interim dividend literally doubled year on year, so that is something for shareholders to feel good about, even if the share price has significantly underperformed a company like Bidvest this year. Moving on to the education sector, we saw detailed numbers out from Advertech and a trading statement from Stadio. I'll start with the former, where revenue growth was 16% and HEPs grew by 24% in the six months to June. Pricing power in the education business is clearly visible here. Remember, the Advertech portfolio is more premium than Kiro. The rest of Africa's schools at Advertech did particularly well, with great operating leverage coming through as enrollments increased by 10% in that business. The blemish on the Advertech result is that the company is still dealing with outsized debtors because of a system migration in December last year. Moving on to Stadio, the trading statement for the six months to June guided core headline earnings per share growth of between 18.6% and 22.1%. So that's a little bit below Advertech, but it's still really strong. The year-to-date share price performance is tight across both of these companies. At the time of recording, Stadio is up 15.4% this year and Advertech 13.1%. Kuro is in a somewhat distant third, but still having done okay this year, up 9.9%. Another happy story, although nothing to do with education, is CA Sales Holdings. The FMCG-focused group reported revenue growth of 22.5% for the six months to June and HEPs growth of 21.5%. So this is another wonderful example of HEPs growth of over 20% in this environment, like most of the companies featured today. CA Sales Holdings is growing for all the right reasons, with volumes and pricing up and a combination of organic and inorganic growth. I think this is a solid management team that just wants to get the job done. The share price did go a little bit nuts after these numbers were released and that usually does end in a pullback and some consolidation, so be careful chasing this one, which is up 28% this year. 
Sticking to happy news, I'll now cover Transpaco. The plastics and packaging business grew revenue by 10.8% for the year ended June, which doesn't sound spectacular, but small improvements in operating margin in a business like this can have a big impact. This is why headline earnings per share is up by 19.4%. Both major divisions were solid contributors, and to add to the happy news, the balance sheet is also in good shape. The share price is up 35% this year, although liquidity is not great in Transpaco's share price, so the bid-offer spread means you can see pretty big single-day moves. Still, you are definitely sitting pretty if you bought Transpaco at the start of this year. And finally, master drilling. With mining houses reporting horrible numbers year-on-year, it pays to be the shovel in the gold rush. Or the drill in the everything rush in this case, as master drilling has a really good split of exposure to commodities. The company reports in dollars, which makes growth rates look a lot worse than they are versus other JSC-listed companies that all report in rands. So I'll look at master drilling in rands, which means HEPs grew by 25%, another really strong result. This is vastly better than mining houses that have seen HEPs halve this year. The good news is that even as commodity prices have come off their highs, they are still high enough for mines to be profitable in allocating capital to growth, which of course means that they need to drill, and that is where master drilling makes money. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.